I swear to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. And boom goes the dynamite. Get some facts and go back and see. Get some facts and go back and see. Don't throw out salaries or other things. Get oh, some yeah, facts and go back and see. They can't stop no please. 25th of the league. We don't want to get disrespected. This is Weeks and the Pope, the podcast, with Robin Francis and Stephen Weeks. the Weeks and the Pope podcast, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We thank you for listening and hope that you'll leave us a rating. Also, tell your friends about us, because as you know from the old Fabergé shampoo commercials from the 80s, if you tell two friends, and they told two friends, and so on, and so on, and so on, and so on, and so on. There you go. If your business would like to sponsor the show, message us at Weeks and the Pope on Twitter. We would like to thank Renee and Megan and everyone at Hobson Barley in Union City for the continued support of the program. They have daily specials, and I host trivia there on Wednesday nights at 7. Stop by and see us. On this episode of Weeks in the Pope, the podcast, we'll discuss college football, the NFL, NBA, NCAA basketball. Yeah, first week of basketball. MLB, and we'll have other topics to discuss as well. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the not-yet-famous, but damn well should be, Weeks in the Pope Podcast. Well, we'll start with college football as usual on the program today. And I guess the big game that everybody was looking forward to and then turned off of was the Tennessee and Georgia game. Uh, I, I think a lot of a lot of ball fans had a lot of high hopes, and the reality was Georgia really was prepared for that game and did a great job not only offensively but defensively yeah, I, I mean obviously defense is there is the is what it was i mean they're they shut down tennessee tennessee like to run go routes you know and that you couldn't and uh, they it all just come down to that georgia has better players you know i do i think if there's a neutral side game would that game be a lot closer and yeah, probably, but Georgia probably wins again. Georgia's very good, and sometimes they sleepwalk. You know, they oh, showed, that's true. You know, they yeah. showed that against Missouri. They showed oh. that against Kent State. Mm-hmm. But when they want to play with football, look what they've done. You know, they in week one they beat Oregon by 40 points. And look how good Oregon is. And or, yeah, I mean yeah. they're a playoff contender. You know, if they run the run the rest of the season out. They got some tough games. You know, they're going to probably have to play USC for a title or for a, a Pac-12 title or uh, UCLA. And both of those teams aren't 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 teams to be. You know, like you can't you can't overlook either one of those teams. But Bo Nix has almost made himself into a Heisman candidate since then. He's that he has been that good. Um. But, you know, 
Um, Should Georgia as a team be considered a Heisman candidate in some ways? My God, I, everything. Know? Everything about them is good. When they want to play ball, there's nobody that's better than them. That that goes all the way down to Ohio State, Michigan, Tennessee, obviously, uh, Oregon. I mean, they've uh, you know USC. Any team that we've talked about, you know, especially you know Clemson, they're they're done now. But, I mean, all these teams that we talk about, how good they are. And, yes, those teams are good. Tennessee is still a good football team. They're, I think they're one of the top four teams in the country. Still have a chance for the playoffs. But but there is there is number one with Georgia. Yeah. And then there's everybody else. Uh, now, do, can anybody else win the national title? Yes. Any, any team can win on any game or on any given Saturday. Well, in this case, it'll be a Monday night. But – but, you know, any team can win any night. But if we're just looking at it, Georgia's the best team in the country. Tennessee just ran into a buzzsaw. I mean, but they're still 8-1. and one. They still have a lot to play for. You go out and you got three games left against teams that you should beat. You have to beat – I mean, just beat the shit out of them. And then, you know, you hope you can get a little help from Texas playing. You know, they play TCU this week, who's also undefeated. They're, they've continued their dream season. Uh, you know, just Tennessee just ran into a bus hole, and that's pretty much all there is to it. Couldn't do anything. Uh, and Hooker didn't look as uh, didn't look great. I do not think his Heisman candidate, uh, like his his Heisman, like his Heisman run, it was actually shut down because I don't think C.J. Stroud actually he didn't have a good game either. Yeah, yeah and and now granted they were playing in like hundred degree wind or hundred mile per hour winds and. And it was pouring down rain, and it was an awful football game. I mean, I didn't, I couldn't watch it. It was so bad. Um, it was the only way that Northwestern was going to stay close in that game. Right, right. I mean, they're they're a horrible football team. Oh yeah, they still so, haven't won a game in the country. Yeah. Uh, they're probably the worst Power Five team in in football. You yeah. know, maybe Colorado will give them a Colorado run or or Vandy. Yeah, uh, like but that. Vanderbilt Vanderbilt might actually have a shot against those two. Uh, it's just it's just one of those things. We're gonna see how it plays out. That's what what's what's fun about college football is because you know you can lose a game like that, and your resume still says you're one of the best teams in the country. I, I will still go down to the like, if you know Georgia may be deserve to be number one, but when it came down to the resume last Tuesday, I I truly believe Tennessee needed uh, should have been number one because of the resume, five ranked wins, uh, and and you know. Now what they've done to LSU, because LSU, what they did today, or what they did Saturday to Alabama, and then, you know, what they did to Alabama, or what Tennessee did to Alabama, I just think that they should have been number one. It just so happens that Georgia was the better football team, and, and that's fine. And Tennessee might have another shot at them in, the, uh, in a playoff, but... Georgia right now is the best team in the country, and that's just all there is to it. They could yep. do. They did everything the right way, or they did everything right Saturday. They shut down Hendon Hooker. They shut down Jalen Hyde. And then you know when you do that, all you got to do is score on Tennessee's defense, and most people can do that. Notre Dame beats Clemson. I think we see that uh, the Fighting Irish are starting to get a used to their new coach. Clemson to me was living a lie in some ways, in you know playing above their capabilities and some some stature but uh, obviously a good football team but Notre Dame exposed them quite well the other night I think what Notre Dame did is and this is this is funny when I'm saying this is because usually we are always talking about we need somebody to beat Notre Dame to get them out of the playoff talk because <laughs> we know that they're pretenders you know true uh 
but Notre Dame did that for college football this year. Yes. Because I, I sit here and I look at that list and I, and I saw Clemson on it and I saw them at four and they didn't deserve to be there above Michigan. They didn't deserve – hell, they, at the time they didn't deserve to be there above Alabama or TCU. Right. And I, I just didn't think that they were any good and I said I needed Notre Dame to win and I think college football needed Notre Dame to win and Notre Dame did what they did. And they didn't just win. They beat the shit out of them. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was pure domination. And, you know, so Marcus Freeman's got his boys playing. Those those losses early in the season, you know, the, you have to get used to what, you know, a completely different style of football. I mean, it's not a different style of football. They're running the same thing they've always ran. But it's it's ran by a different person, you yeah. know, and you have to get used to that. And now they are. They're 6-3. and three. Uh, I don't see anybody that they're going to – I mean, they're going to have – I'm sure that they've got a couple tough games coming up, but I mean, they're Notre Dame is not a bad football team, and they can sneak up on anybody. And they have the past two weeks. They've beat beat Syracuse, who was ranked on the road, and now they've beat Clemson on the road, and they've helped out college football. So that, hey, they're okay in my book this year. Oh yeah, and uh, Notre Dame's old coach at, uh, is now at LSU. They're getting used to what he's doing, and they beat Alabama. A very very nice win on Saturday. Fun game to watch. Probably the most exciting game to watch. I think that's the game. That was you know you know, we talked about Georgia and Tennessee being the game. You know some people claimed it, claimed it to be the game of the decade. Probably me. Uh, <laughs> actually, it was me. But uh, that was the game. That was the game of. The, it wasn't Tennessee Alabama, and but it was. It meant more. You yeah. know, at that time, you know LSU has to win now they're the now all they got to do is finish it off in their sec west champions and they're playing georgia and atlanta uh brian kelly what he's done after losing as bad as they did to tennessee and the debacle <laughs> in week one against florida state uh just i mean he learned his lesson too you know he drove all that in that first game he drove all that uh the 90 yards or whatever it was to score, and then they missed an extra point. You get into overtime, he scores in the first play, and he said, "Nah, we're not doing this again. I loved that. We're not doing this again. I, I didn't care if he didn't get it or not. Me I, either. I thought, that's just awesome. That's – look, I, 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 a famous coach in a rant once said, you play to win the game, yep. right? Yep. And LSU did that. And they – man, and it, it, let's talk about – Bryce Young, Bryce Young played the game of his life, or like it tore, you know that fourth quarter and overtime. He looked incredible. He looked like a Heisman, the Heisman Trophy yeah. winner. And Bryce Young is not the reason why this team is losing. They're just not the this Alabama team is just not the same. We were promised, you know, some people thought they could be one of the best teams ever this year, and they're just a normal team. They're not. Yeah. They're not. They don't have the Jackson Joes they usually do. No, they do you not. Know? But they're a good football. They're still a good football team. I think the oh, SEC no is just a little bit better this year. You know, you've got more teams that are good. But LSU, Jaden Daniels, he had. A, I mean, the two point or actually, the run, the run in overtime right after Alabama makes th that drive in in overtime and scores. I mean, that was a six or seven play drive to score a touchdown, and then <laughs> then LSU comes out one play, touchdown, and then there was no hesitation. We're going to win the game, and they yeah. did, and, and, and it kept Alabama on its heels too. Yes, so what a fantastic football game! Uh, LSU has now. I mean, I, do I think that they can get in the playoffs with two losses? No, no. But what they've done is they've 
they've helped out a few teams. I think it made it made it helped Tennessee out. Uh, it also it just mm-hmm. it made the SEC West just not Alabama's like it's not a question like where oh is it going to be Alabama this year and you know it so LSU Brian Kelly's first year they're going to probably be playing in Atlanta and that's a huge accomplishment because we all thought that at the start of the year Brian Kelly wasn't going to make it and they obviously here they are they're about to be SEC West champions Texas beat Kansas State Uh, that was a a sort of an exposure in a way but Texas when they want to when everything's going right, they are a very good team. The key for Texas, and I always thought it was Quinn Ewers. I did, and I would, and I, and I still think Quinn Ewers is like a, a future top five pick. But they have Bijan Robinson on their team, who went for two hundred nine yards. Yeah, I mean thirty carries, two hundred nine yards. It was a Derrick Henry like performance. He. He is he is he is awesome. Like he's an All American. There's a reason why he's an All American. Uh, you should ride him. And now they get TCU this week. And once again, do I think that TCU is a team that is good enough to be in that playoffs? Yes, but do I think that they're good enough to beat some of these teams that are going to be there? No. And I think we the college football needs Texas to win because yeah. you want some of these. You want the good. You want the four teams to be really good, and the, and they can beat each other. And I just think that Texas is is getting hot right now. And I think I know they've lost a couple of games that they weren't supposed to. But I think if they just ride Bijan Robinson, they're going to win games, and they're going to win. The, I mean, they're going to finish the season on a high, and then you know they'll get ranked up high again next year, and we'll see how they are another year into uh, Quinn Ewers's tenure and Sar- and Steve Sarkeesian's. But I mean. Damn, mm-hmm. uh, Texas. Yeah. That game at one time was like twenty-four point lead, right? I mean, it yeah. ended up being a lot closer. But I mean, Texas beat the crap out of them in the first three quarters, and you know, Kansas State. I think they're still dealing. I don't know if Adrian Martinez played. I didn't get to watch much of that game. But if if Adrian Martinez didn't play, uh, they're in trouble. Uh, they're the. I think that they still are could be playing. Uh, they still could probably play TCU in the uh, Big 12 championship. So, they're going to need Adrian Martinez. And that, oh, yeah. So, uh, Texas has done great. Kansas State needs to figure out the quarterback situation. Kansas rebounds quite well, beats Oklahoma State. Cowboys have become the punching bag lately in the, in the Big 12. Sort of surprising in uh, two, a way. Two weeks in a row without their quarterback, Spencer yeah. Sanders. Uh, I did not expect the beatdown that they were going to receive to Kansas. Though. Yeah. Um, I thought I actually thought uh, Sanders was going to play this week. That was why they were my best bet. I thought it was too low of a point, points, um, but he didn't play. Kansas came out. He, they had their backup quarterback still in, so I don't know if their starting quarterback is going to play again at all. Uh, but they came out and just dominated from the very beginning. It was thirty-one to seven at one time, uh, and then you know Kansas got to experience the uh, uh, storm in the field because it was <laughs> the first. I think it's the first time they've won a rank. Uh, one against a ranked team in, uh, since 2009. Wow. So, I mean, they're both eligible now. They're 6-3. and three. Uh, It's so fantastic for Kansas. Like, those fans got to experience something. They're getting to experience a bowl game. They may get, you know, they could win a couple more games and, you know, have an 8-3 and three or 8-4 and four season or something like that. That would be great. Uh, and then they may, lo- they may lose their coach. So Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Somebody big's going to want this guy. Yeah. 
and uh, and he'll take off to him because you know you can't uh, you can't compete. Possibly the second most exciting game of, and it was interesting. I was trying to find the Tennessee game while well, I was in Memphis on Saturday. We've been riding and going to different places. Couldn't find it. Came upon the uh, the Memphis Tigers Central Florida game, and at that time, obviously, uh, you know Georgia was beating Tennessee pretty bad, and every mm-hmm. every other game going on. Uh, said, well, apparently we're the most exciting game going on right now. And he was right. It was a very exciting game at the Liberty Bowl. Central Florida ended up winning. But uh, and, and they're they're one that is, should be talked about a little bit more. Central Florida, not a bad team. And uh, is it uh, Gus Malzahn that's down there? Yeah, it's Gus. Yeah, he's doing a good job. Uh, and Central Florida is just like – it's weird how well – people do there they're, and they're a good program yeah and now they got a good they got a big week this week they travel to Tulane and Tulane's ranked in the nation so I mean I mean and they've got uh I think their quarterback is the kid that came from Ole Miss yeah uh, I think so. the, but I mean Memphis is a little down this year uh they're not I think they're they may be four and four or they may be four and four or five and four or yeah. something like that. They Memphis, played really well on Saturday. They play well against a lot of their conference opponents. I think they've only had uh, – the three of their losses, I think, have been less than seven points. Yeah. So, I mean, they're losing close games. So, I mean, they're still not a bad team. They're just a little down. Uh, te- Memphis will be back next year where they're competing for the American Championship. I mean, I, I mean, they're, they're, they're a good program. Uh, I mean, and as you've seen, they've lost two of their coaches to big-time FCS or, or you know, Power Five schools. Mm-hmm. So they're they're not they're not a bad program. Just UCF is a. I mean, I know they had the uh, they they had the loss to since no they beat Cincinnati right last week. Yep. So I mean, two two big wins in a row, and now they get Tulane, which is a huge game. I mean, Tulane is in the top twenty, and that's big time. So. Uh, you know the American American Conference has a, a a premier matchup this week, so I'm actually looking forward to you know seeing how that one turns out. That's some uh, one of the Week 11 games. Missouri and UT, obviously Tennessee can take out some frustrations on a mediocre Missouri team, but seems to get teams to play down to their caliber. I don't understand it. Wow. I don't understand it. They've, I mean, you know, you they 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 battled Georgia for four quarters. Should have won the game, honestly. Uh, then you had uh, they've played they've beat a couple teams that they weren't I mean I don't think uh, they've beat a couple teams they weren't supposed to they've won the games they were supposed to played Kentucky really well this week uh, I, I think Kentucky is still just reeling from getting just blasted yeah. the week before they got but a little I'm, hangover going but they came back and took care of, I mean they didn't take care of business but they got the W and that's all that matters uh, but Missouri Missouri's not a team to be t- looked over but you should come in there and win. You yeah. beat a, you you scored I think you scored 60 points on them last year. So you should come in and you've got to play I mean you have to play well. Yeah, you need another night game like that especially at home mm-hmm. coming back the crowd will be day. there. Yeah, I mean that's that's going to be huge. TCU Texas, we talked about that, but this is a dangerous zone for TCU if they want to have a chance at getting in the playoffs, they have to give by this one. Yeah, and you've got to go to Austin. And yeah. that's the so if we were if we were talking about being at TCU, might be a different story. But I just I know Max Duggins had a had a great season, and it, and I mean great season. Um, uh, but you're going into Texas. Texas is back in the top twenty five. Man, I just don't see TCU winning this one. I think the season. I think the dream season's over. I th- or I think they it the undefeated season's over. 
I still think they're going to play for a Big 12 championship, but I think that I think they get their first loss this year because I just think Texas is. I think if Texas rides Robinson, they're going to win the game. Yeah. And if you can run on somebody, which oh. Texas can run on everybody, uh, you do that. And I think that's what I think that we're going to see a lot of that. Now TCU's got an offense, and they're going to throw the ball over the field, and Texas has got to be ready for that. And but. I think this is where we see TCU take their first loss. Also, LSU will be at Arkansas. How about Woopig Suey Liberty? Wow, what a disappointment for – we thought that, you know, we knew that Arkansas was favored huge, but Liberty comes in, gets the win, and do you think Hugh Freeze is coming to the SEC or Power 5? He'll be Power 5 next year. Uh, there's a possibility. Now, I don't know if it's SEC because I don't know if uh, the conference wants Hugh Freeze back right. there. Uh, but he could go Big Ten somewhere. He can go somewhere else. Nebraska. He, somewhere. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's going to – I don't know who it's going to be. But Hugh Freeze can have a job somewhere. Um, Liberty has done a really nice job since he's took over. Uh, they – I can't believe – they were 13.5-point underdogs uh, Saturday. And I thought – I did say uh, last week that I thought that Liberty – it was a lot of points. Right. That was a lot of points. Um, but I – I didn't expect Liberty to come in and win the game. <laughs> I thought maybe I thought maybe a three to seven point game, yeah. and Arkansas win the game because I still think that they're more talented. No, Liberty's a good football team, and they showed it. They're ranked in the in the country for a reason, and they they did what they were supposed. Uh, no, they did what they in their mind they mm-hmm. did what they were supposed to. They came in and won a road game, and they got out, and now they move on. So I mean, Arkansas has got some issues. Uh, but they're, they're going to be looking for a coach. Maybe. I think. I don't know. Man. I don't know. I mean, you know. Those Arkansas people love love that guy. Wow. Uh, but they're, they're going to have to start winning more games than they are. True. You know, you can't, you can't just go eight and four and then, you know, have all these expectations. And then now I think they've won four games. So, I mean, they have to win two to even get bowl eligible. So, I don't know. Um, and this week, LSU has to, has to be careful. Uh, they're only three-point favorites at Arkansas, but this game could be scary for our, our LSU. It's, you're coming off a huge win. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, you don't want the letdown. And this is a rivalry game. LSU and Arkansas is a rivalry game, so you're going to have to – LSU has to come in and just say, hey, we don't give a damn about what we did last week. We have to take care of business because we're going to the SEC title game. You know, if they win, they're in. I th- I'm almost positive that's the scenario. So if they win, they're in. Uh, you can't. I mean, your quarterback's got to come to play. Brian Kelly's got to show, or you know, Brian Kelly's got to have a great game, game plan. Because I mean, if Arkansas could come out and they could play like some like like they did last year, and they could win, and they could win Saturday. Uh, I'm I'm looking for LSU to forget about the hangover and just to get past the win against Alabama. Because I think that the, Brian Kelly knows that hey, we need to be in the SEC title game, and we're gonna we're gonna take care of business. Alabama coming off that loss, they'll be at Ole Miss. Uh, two teams in the West, and you never thought you'd really say this, two teams that are having mediocre seasons. Well, you know, LSU could still go 11-1. and one. So, I don't know I don't know if it's mediocre. I just think that they're not as good as their record Indicates. says. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alabama is a good football team who has lost to two really good football teams. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh by but by Nick Saban's what, standards, yes, <laughs> by, by a total of four points, four points total. They, they, they lost by one against LSU and they lost by three against Tennessee. Yeah. But 
This is a mediocre season in Nick Saban standards. Yes. I mean, they've been eliminated from the SEC title game before Thanksgiving, and that's never happened in his entire tenure except his first year, and they were 6-6 six and six that year. Uh, this is huge for Saban. This is huge for Lane Kiffin. Mm-hmm. They're 11. They have a shot. There's a possibility that they could, if, if LSU loses and they beat Alabama, they're the front runner for the SEC West. And how the how wild would that be? Yeah. Is is Lane Kiffin being in the in, in the SEC title game to go against Georgia? That and a three loss Alabama team. Oh God, uh, the world might be coming into an yeah. end if Alabama's lost three times. We have to check. Oh my God, but I mean, look, Lane Kiffin's a good a good coach. Uh, they could win this game. Ole Miss always has success against Alabama, or at least they've had you know success in the past ten years against Alabama. Right. It may have been with Hugh Freeze, but hey, Ole Miss no, Ole Miss has beat Alabama. They know how to do it. Uh, it's a possibility, you know. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be a really fun game. But Alabama also could be like, hey, we're about to beat the shit out of you. We're tired of losing. We're tired of these close games. You know, we could see we could see the full blown national title Alabama team this Saturday. You know, so that's true. It, it all that's depends true. on which team shows up. Bryce Young's going to show up though. Oh yeah, he's good. Yeah. Like he's, I love that. He's kid. he's top five in. Uh, in uh, the next draft, without a doubt, uh, somebody's going to get themselves one hell of a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louisville Cardinals are bowl eligible. They're six and three. They'll be going to Clemson, and they usually play Clemson fairly well. We'll see how well they play. Clemson coming off that loss to Notre Dame. Uh, just some of the games that are going on in college football. Do you have any others you wanted to talk about? Uh, nothing to talk about. The UNC is playing Wake Forest. They travel to Wake Forest. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina has a shot to be 11-1 and this season. After the – after I just – every week I keep thinking that they're – yeah. That they have lost more than one game, and they're set, But Drake May, their quarterback, is putting up numbers every single week. Now they look. North Carolina's defense is run by Gene Chizik, and they have no like no. They don't know what defense is. Yeah. Like me and you could score touchdowns against North Carolina, and that's not you know. We're, we're I'm I'm hurting right now from just <laughs> sitting around. Um, North Carolina has. Like North Carolina could be could could win this weekend, go to the ACC title game, and be your ACC champion by beating Clemson. Ooh, yeah. And they could be going to a New Year's Six ball, and we and all of this happening all year long. We were like, North Carolina was that the same team that <laughs> like almost lost to Appalachian State in that fifty to fifty game or fifty two to fifty game yeah. early in the season? They played like crap the first week of the year. Like uh, they barely had won the game. You thought I was thinking, man, North Carolina is terrible, and you keep looking every week, and they keep winning. Yep. So this is another chance for them to win. But Sam Hartman, I know they just got beat by NC State, and they lost to NC State with about without uh, Nick Larry, their starting quarterback. So uh, North Carolina has a good shot to win this and go eleven and one the regular season, and a shot to go to a New Year's Six Bowl if they can beat Clemson, and that's huge because I mean you lose your big time quarterback from last year, and then you replace him with Drake May, and you're just like. North Carolina's done, and now they're they're sitting here with one loss and a shot to uh, – they, they control their own destiny to make to New Year's Six Ball. That's huge. So, Mac Brown's doing a good job at North Carolina. You know, we've seen we've seen some uh, some of these teams, upstart teams, Appalachian State being one of them, MTSU as well, mm-hmm. that had these big games against the big programs, and then their season just went d- nosedive. Yep. That's – You know, and 
Appalachian State's one of them. But, but you also have these teams that have had these crappy losses yeah. to start the season, and their season has just went up. LSU, Notre Dame, like they've it's college football is fun. That's what you love about college football because there's these kids are still playing for stuff. You know, they, they may not be able to play for a national title, but hey, they're playing to, for a, a, a cool vacation or a big time bowl or a, right. a big time bowl game. So they they always have, and it's pride. You know, you're playing for your school, so. This has been pretty. This has been a fun football season. You know, it's it, it's really exciting. We're not having the traditional powers like up right. there. Now, of course, Georgia's there and Ohio State's there, but I mean, we're we're looking at you know, there's a possibility of Tennessee or TCU. Um, even if Michigan slips in, that's only their second time like in the playoff and uh, ever. But I mean, it's only their second time. We're actually talking about them being in one of these big time ball games in in years. You know. Yep. Uh, we have, uh, I'm, you know, I'm glad Clemson's gone, but uh, there's, there's teams LSU uh, making their way back after being terrible. It's, it's, it's just fun. I love college football because of this reason right here. UCLA, another one, yeah. they're sitting there with one loss, and they could be in the Pac-12 championship if they beat USC. I mean, they're playing. I mean, now those games are terrible. I mean, those are high scoring, and they're beating terrible teams. I mean, USC did the same thing this week to Cal. Yeah, but they struggled a little bit. That's yeah. a seven-point game. That's what I'm saying. They, yeah. A lot of points should have like, yeah, just yeah. and then UCLA did the same thing. They 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 won by 14, but they scored I think 80 points in the game total. So I think Oregon's the class. Yes, but yes. Uh, I mean, who knows? Uh, who knows when you go out there and have a shootout? Like, I mean, it. it I'm actually anxious to see what happens last week of the season between UCLA and USC, and I'm ready to see what Oregon can do the rest of the season if, if they don't have some kind of hangover where they fall off because I don't want them to. I want them to be there. I think it would be cool to get a matchup like Oregon in the playoff uh, maybe against uh, an Ohio State in the first round or something like that. I think it would be awesome, but yep. we'll see what works out. It's college football. That's the reason why we watch. Exactly, and we'll, we'll talk about – Playoff scenarios next week. Yeah, we're going to do a whole deep dive next week. Yeah, that because we'll we'll get a little bit better uh, indication of what's going on. NFL. Uh, we still have some uh, NBA, some Major League Baseballs, and college bas- basketball starting tonight. That's all coming up on the Weeks in the Pope podcast. <laughs> What a game last night between the Tennessee Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs. I'll be honest with you. When I saw <laughs> when I saw the backup quarterback running out for the Titans, I almost didn't watch the game. But it was a good game. It was a good game. Uh, the Titans showed that they can hang around in any game, that the Bills game was basically a fluke in a lot of ways. Um and the Bills were playing exceptional at that point. But I think we see that Derrick Henry is still the man and should have been uh, called on a little bit more in the second half. Uh, I, I think that uh, the riverboat gambler type situation for Downing came out and he wanted to push the envelope a little bit. And I don't think you can with this quarterback. I think he's too young. Uh, he needs probably – I'm going to say he needs two years uh, playing backup and possibly would be a starter in the NFL. Maybe. I don't know. I just I, if you're, I, I just don't see how you can't throw the ball. Like, if, if, 
you're in the NFL. Why are we not running just basic ass routes to get to get easy? I mean, how do you gain confidence as a quarterback, a young quarterback in the league? You try to give them easy receptions. Yeah. So why are we not running small crossing routes just to get? I mean, I don't care if they're four and five yards. We're not doing that. All they're doing is they're asking them to throw the ball deep down the sideline and asking one of these receivers that ain't nobody ever heard of make a play. Yeah. You're asking Cody <laughs> Hollister to make a play. You're asking Nick Westbrook or Kena, who has made some big plays in the past, but you're asking him to make a play. It's just I don't know. I I don't look when when I found out and I I figured I think on Friday the Titans weren't going to have Tannehill. So I said, well they're going to get beat by 30. And I'm I'm not going to watch the game because I was going <laughs> I'm I'm at the baseball game. Or I'm at the Tennessee baseball game in Jackson working it. So I was like, well, I'm not going to get to watch any football this Sunday and I'm definitely not going to watch my favorite team get blasted by the damn Chiefs, who I don't like anyways. Yeah. So I, I get I get home I'm on the, I'm on my way home and I turn it on the radio and I and it's it's already it's already three to nothing and the Chiefs got the ball and they're driving again and I'm thinking well here we go yeah they're about to beat the shit out of us and you know they score Butker misses an extra point like he always does because he's missed like 30 in his career which makes no sense because he can kick it from 64. Hey, he's got a, a this is like a bazooka for well, a leg. He's a he's a kicker so he's got some <laughs> stupid thing in his head where he doesn't know how to be normal uh, and do his job. But you know, he missed the extra point. Tennessee takes the ball down there. They score, make it 9 to 7. And Derrick Henry had had what a he had a big a couple I mean, he got up to before halftime he got up to I think eighty yards yes so they take the lead it's fourteen and nine and I'm just like well wasn't expecting that now the Chiefs are going to come back out in the second half and they're going to dominate because that's what I'm expecting yep but through three quarters the one thing we have not talked about though yeah. is the Titans defense is elite. It I don't is. like they're I, look. The Titans' offense is very, very, very bad. They're very bad, but the Titans' defense is good, and they deserve better than what they got last night. They stopped Mahomes nine straight drives. Yeah, and then the only time, and then what lost it to him, uh, lost it for him, is a third and sixteen where Mahomes just scrambles everywhere and gets a first down. They took everything away from him except that. Uh, yeah, you know, and usually he doesn't run that far that much. Right. And but if you're going to give him that much space, what are you going to do? Yeah, he's, he's going to go for 20. He took off, and, yeah, he, he got the big gain two, two or three times. He runs for the uh, touchdown, uh, the touchdown mm-hmm. and then ties it with the extra point. The bullshit I mean, the, on the, the uh, two-point conversions. I'm, and, I, and, look, I, I will say this. The NFL did not need the Tennessee Titans to win last night. They didn't need it. They, no. could, they did not need Malik Willis beating uh, Patrick Mahomes last night. I don't care what anybody says. I don't blame referees for losses because, look, the Titans should have won the game. Uh, they should have won the game, and they didn't need the referees. But let's say I watched many, many times – Chiefs player or Chiefs offensive lineman holding Titans players oh, and it wasn't called and then there was a string of about 16 penalties in a row for the Titans every time they t- every time they got any kind of uh, positive yards and then and then Travis Kelsey full blown just taking uh, Tennessee's uh, d- defensive back's head off with his helmet on the two point conversion and we called the pass interference on the Titans it's it's it was horseshit but hey. I know what the NFL needs. The oh, yeah. NFL needs Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to be six and two and number one or number two in the AFC, and that is fine. And I'm okay with that because I did not expect the Titans to play like that. 
Yeah. I thought we were going to see a game like the Bills. So, I'm okay. I'm not mad today. I ain't frustrated. Derrick Henry looked like the king. Yep. Uh, they should, Like you said at the start of this thing, they should they, look – Give the damn ball to Derrick Henry. Give him the ball. He ha- he is he's the best running back in football. I don't care what anybody says because if anybody's had a different opinion, they're wrong. Derrick Henry's the best, there's, and he has lost a step. There's nobody behind him. There's nobody close to him. the The way he runs over people, sure they can make a stop or two, but mm-hmm. then again, you know, eventually uh, he's going to get his, mm-hmm. and he has been getting his lately. And I think they went away from it. Yep. Should never have gone away from it. Should have pounded and pounded. And eventually that KC defense would have been like, shit, yeah. I've had enough. Yep. You know, just like we see all of these offenses and defenses and, and what happens. But, no, of course not. We've got to gotta reinvent the freaking game. All they needed was a one, a one or two damn first downs in the yeah. second half, and they couldn't get that. Now, they did get a few, but they got called back on, cra- uh, on stupid-ass penalties. Yeah. So, I mean – Titans played a good football game last night defensively. Uh, give the ball to Derrick Henry more. Uh, figure out a way to, if you if Malik Willis has to play, figure out a way to get the, those receivers involved. Like throw some short routes. Like go go in the like up the middle for a five yard like uh, crossing route. Throw a slant pattern. We don't have to have uh, deep routes. We don't have to have go routes or fades uh, on down the sidelines. Uh, Swain, yeah. yes. Use Woods over the middle, yes, because he loves doing that. They they or, ran a forty eight yard uh, screen with Chig last night yeah. on the very first drive and and got nothing out of it. Run that RPO with him, yes, because that is like a pass a passing game, and it creates even more when you do decide to run play play action. So yeah, come on, Todd Downing, get your head out of your ass. We've asked you that every t- every year, but every week, but. Jeez. They're 5-3, uh, and three though. Hey, man, they're going to yeah. win the South. Yeah. They're going to win the AFC South. There's not even a question about that. Yeah, you, you look at what happened. It, it, it's obviously Colts uh, reeling. The team was in disarray. Frank Rice needed to go. He did. They named Jeff Saturday, who has no really no coaching experience other than being on ESPN. He's a high school coach. He's a high school coach. They bring him in. He used to play for him. He's a center. Probably it'll do decent. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, they look like crap yesterday. Patriots just ran all over him, uh, ran all over him. Uh, and New England is in that that AFC East, which is turning out to be one hell of a division. Jets beating the Bills. I thought Bills looked like they were about to start pulling away, and I really ignored it. I started. We hmm. were watching the Pats game, and. Uh, then, then didn't notice the score. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And then Jets go down and they score and they win. Looks like the Bills just sort of gave up in a way. Which is surprising. How are you going to give up on a division opponent? Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he scored with 28 seconds off. The guy, they did what they're supposed to. I mean, they did their job. Uh, it's wild that we're sitting here talking about the Jets. Have, I mean, they're they're in a playoff race. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is, is crazy. Mm. Uh, and they be, uh, the Bills are st- – I don't care. But the Bills are still a top three team. But, I mean, they – they have some lapses. I'm just like the Chiefs. The Chiefs do the same thing. Yep. They think that they're they're going to blow out a team and they look like crap. Uh, look, if those two teams don't – if those two teams show up 
week in and week out. There's no team that can beat them besides each other. Yeah. You know? Uh, but, hey, good for the Jets. I mean, Zach Wilson didn't even have a great day. You know, yeah. it's just – There was a defense. Yeah. Their defense was incredible. And they and they have been all season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bills, The Bills' uh, defense is pretty good, too. I mean, I think that they're still dealing with a few injuries. But, I mean, Josh Allen has no business playing in a, a three-point game uh, – actually, a tie game at the time with the, uh, with the Jets. Uh, so – Patriots look good in the uh, in a, or AFC East uh, and Miami and Miami yeah. they win a shootout against the Bears and, six and, and three but that offense is unreal uh, they're they can outscore anybody yeah they can so now will they be able to beat some of these teams defensively later on uh, I don't know but uh, that offense Ooh. my God you have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell or Waddle and now they have Raheem Mostert who scored a touchdown this week. Uh, two has got to be the happiest dude on the planet. Oh, he is. You just keep giving him weapons. Heck yeah, they do. So the Dolphins are fun, and I was, I was, you know, I, I was, I wasn't able to watch any games, but I kept up with scores the whole day, and I was following that game, and I was thinking, man, how is the one? How is the Bears scoring twenty eight points? Or you know how are they scoring so yeah, many the Dolphins points? don't have a great D not, not right now you know, but, but they they are trying to add people they they, they traded are. for Bradley Chubb to play that outside linebacker to be on the defensive line uh, so they're you know they're trying and they could be good later on but you know they're six and three they have a shot uh, hell anybody could win this division now I think so which is crazy because the Bills should run away with it. And the Vikings are the team in the NFC North, without a doubt. There's not even a team that can be anywhere near them. No. And they, they win at Washington yesterday in ho-hum fashion. Detroit beats Green Bay in a 15-9 to game. And Aaron Rodgers at the end of it looked like, what the fuck is going on? I, you think, know, I think he's done. I think he is, he, too. I think he's checked out. I think he doesn't want to do this anymore. And you, they've lost six times in a row now. Uh, I just think it's over. Uh, I think that he, I think he should go ahead and either announce his retirement or say, "Hey, I'm going to go try to uh, rejuvenate my career somewhere else." Because he could, he, he could. could, and we talked about that. But it's but, it, it, you got to be done. Um, Jacksonville beat the Raiders. The Raiders are awful, and the They're Raiders terrible. start out seventeen to nothing. Yeah, they were up seventeen to nothing. But Travis Etienne decided he they gave the, started giving the ball to Travis. That's why Etienne. they gave up Robinson. Yep. <laughs> There's a reason behind it because he is that good. He is. Two TDs in the second half. He just showed that he can run over certain people and uh, certain teams. But uh, Jacksonville playing well. Brady last second. I really watched the uh, this this game toward the end because I thought it was a, a just complete shit game for the most part. But at the end, thirteen. You were correct. It yeah, was. It was. And at the end, Brady took over. You could tell he went. <laughs> he went and said, "I'm going to call the plays." And we're going to do this our, myself. Well, if they want to win, way. that's what they got to do. Yeah. And that drive was amazing. Yeah. It was friggin' amazing, This the pinpoint passing, exactly what he did. He did not look over at the sideline. He didn't, you know, cup his ears on the helmet. He just went up to the line, bam, I'm hitting one of these guys. He's telling them what to run, and it was just Brady. Who knows that team better than Tom Brady does? Yeah. It's Tom Brady. So let him do what he he does. He's, he's won six – well, or he's won six world championships right now. So let him do what he wants to do. Let him go. Uh, and look, if if that's going to be what it takes for them to get going, I would do it all the time. Hey, yeah. we don't have an offensive coordinator. It's t- it's you, Tom. Yeah. I mean, because that's what Peyton did back in the day. Why would you have an offensive coordinator? You didn't need one. It was him. 
So let Tom do his thing. I don't care if he's 45 years old. Let him do his thing. There's a lot of guys that used to call the plays, mm-hmm. you know, and coaches would let it happen. Yeah. This is a guy that you let do that. Yeah. You know, my gosh, he's GOAT. Yes. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Uh, this week, it's week 10 in the NFL. Got Denver coming to Nashville. Uh, Titans should be able to run the ball all over the Broncos, and that defense should be able to shut down Russell Wilson. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully Tannehill's back. Not sure of his status. Apparently it is week to week. Man, if I have to go to a game and watch Malik Willis play, I'm going to be so mad. Mm. Uh, I'm, But, you know, whatever. Uh, I just want to <laughs> see – I have, and I'm going to see the Broncos, who so I can't stand to watch. So – Whatever. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Minnesota at Buffalo is marquee game of the week. That's got it's the only one really. Yeah. I, I wrote down four, but I was having a hard time with those other three. Vikings and Bills this week should be good. Uh, Vikings are playing very, very good. Yeah, they uh, are. They're they're I think they're the number two seed in the uh, NFC right now. Yes. Uh, they're very good. They actually they are playing their way into a like a sneaky Super Bowl contender for me. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot about the Eagles being as good as they are, and they're still undefeated. Uh, um, and they're going to uh, – actually, they don't have a tough game this week either. They play the they play the Commanders either or, or this week. So, uh, Vikings got – I mean, they have weapons everywhere. They shouldn't – they should do this every year, you know. Yep. Uh, but one thing that they're going to have to worry about is once they start getting into these big games, can Kirk Cousins do it? Yeah. And that's the same criticism that we hear as Titans fans with our quarterback. That's right. Can can our guys do that? Can Kirk Cousins be that guy? I don't know. I really don't know. Uh but history shows no. So but they're hey, they're they're doing what they need to do. They're seven and one or they're are they seven and one or six and one? I think seven and one. Seven and one. Uh they have and this is a week right here where they can prove to everybody that they're for real. So it's gonna be a good one. Jacksonville at KC. Does KC have a hangover after the Titans? Nope. Nope. So, Jacksonville, uh, KC by as many as they want. Yep. Dallas at Green Bay. Uh, Cowboys uh, win another game. Yeah. Because the, the Packers aren't going to win. I don't see Packers winning anything. I, they may not win another game the rest of the year. Quite possible. Quite possible. Got to get up early in, on Sunday morning in Munich, Germany. Seattle, who's playing really well. Playing the Bucks. Playing the Bucks. Tom Brady got to fly over. Uh, going to and, – and look at what uh, uh, Seattle is doing out in the NFC West. They are in control of they that division. They just keep winning. They won in fine fashion the just other day. Give the ball to Kenneth Walker. Exactly. Because Smith doesn't really need to be the focal point. I don't have to. Nope, you are correct. You know, just let, let Walker be the focal point. He can make the small passes – a little bit later because he does have some nice weapons. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett, DK, uh, DK Metcalf, yeah. Kenneth Walker, a uh, couple of tight ends that they can use. Uh, the kid from uh, Noah Fant, yeah, the the Fant yeah. kid from uh, Denver. Just you know they've they have weapons, but I, I just didn't see Geno being. At, I mean he's he's not great. He's just he's not being a trying to be a superstar. He's doing what he's just leading the team yeah. you know and they're playing really well and i'm still shocked every week i, I expect them to lose <laughs> and they don't so we'll see bucks uh will the bucks continue to play well will the or will the bucks continue to follow tom brady yeah will they let yeah. tom brady run that offense because the defense did play well yesterday yes if they let tom if they let brady do what he wants to do then the the bucks will win 
But if they let, they go back to what they were doing all season, then we're going to see another Seahawks win, which is absolutely insane to me. Yeah. And and looking looking on the outside and as this season started, this was going to be like a celebration for a world celebration for Brady in a way. Yeah. You know, but obviously struggled quite a bit, but uh, we'll see. It's got to get up early though, like we said, to watch this game from uh, from Germany. Uh, hopefully the players won't get too drunk. There's a lot of good beer over in Germany, <laughs> but uh, we'll see what happens. Going to talk some uh, college basketball, MOB, and I believe uh, NBA, all coming up for uh, in just a little bit on the Weeks and the Pope Podcast. <laughs> College basketball starting. Hard to believe, but it is November. So we have some some college hoops starting up very soon. Uh, The rankings that are out right now, North Carolina ranked number one. As they should be. Congratulations, Coach Davis. Loved seeing that last year. Great run. One of the greatest runs, I think in college basketball history. We didn't I don't think any of us expected it. No. You know? I don't think any of us expected it. Huge and that's the reason why we watched March Madness. Exactly. Uh, you know, because we have a team like North Carolina. Yes, they are traditionally a power. But last year they were not. Exactly. And they turned it on at the exact right time. Beat yeah, beat Duke in the final four, you know, in Coach K's last game. Yep. Uh just and you know that was sweet. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh I, that's so I hate Let's see what that. Let's see what he can do now. Now that he he's got the target. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what he can do now. Yeah, Gonzaga's two, Houston's number three, uh, and I'm really shocked that that uh, Houston's coach is still there. Well, Kevin, Kevin Sampson has. I'm, I really thought he'd move on somewhere else. Okay. Well, he had his shot at Oklahoma, and then he got caught. They they caught. Cheating. Well, they yeah. fired him. And he found a home at Houston, and now he's made Houston a, uh, yeah. a semi-powerhouse. But he did coach with Pop at San Antonio for quite a while. Yeah. So he did some behind-the-scenes work and cut and coached with someone, a, a legend in the NBA, now has brought his own style, mm-hmm. and he thinks he's doing well. But I, I, I guess some people are just not wanting to take a chance on him. Yeah. But, hey, he don't have to leave. No. He's, he's got it made there, and they are winning ba- a lot of do. basketball games. They do. They're a really good program right now. They're fun to watch. You never uh, want to see them come up like, when you're in a tournament game. You don't like when you if you see Houston on the other side and like you know you're in that first round game and you've got them as a and you know maybe if they're a four seed and you're that five seed you're like damn it yeah Houston really because mm-hmm. I mean they played a couple of years ago I remember that game against Michigan that was so damn good I know that Houston ended up losing but man. You you were you, you were rooting for them because they 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 were so much fun to watch. It they was, were, they still are. Uh, yeah, Kentucky's number four. Uh, obviously, the Cats have one of the premier centers in uh, in college basketball coming back for them this year, uh, and Kansas at number five as well. So it's the first year without Coach K. It's going to be a little weird. Yeah, a little weird. We're not going to talk Coach K. Uh, and uh, for my team, Louisville, Kenny Payne era starts. I'm not sold. I like Kenny Payne. I loved Kenny Payne when he played. He was he was that defender and role player for Milt Wagoner, for for uh, Billy Thompson, and for obviously uh, Never Nervous Purpose uh, as well. But yeah, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. They're bringing the Tennessee kid to play the three. Uh, he's not a three. He's a four. They lost their exhibition game. He had. He played like 30 minutes, got six points and like four rebounds. I don't know. I, look, Louisville's got players on that team, good players. Uh, 
they're they'll figure it out, I'm sure. Uh you know, some people lose exhibition games. You know, Tennessee beat the crap out of Gonzaga in an exhibition yeah. game without their best with without Tennessee's best player. Or well, I think their most important player, not their best player, but their most important player. Um, you know, and Gonzaga's sitting there at number two in the country. Uh, and they had everybody. So Exhibition games don't matter, so you'll see. I, you obviously do not want to see a season like last year with Louisville because last year was awful. Oh, it was you know, terrible. Had, it was an embarrassment. Yes, and that, I mean, there's a reason why they had a new coach. Yeah, uh, it's so embarrassing. I mean, we watched we watched a few games. We watched a few games up at Hops, just just terrible. But yeah. you know, then we'd have the game where they played like all, lights out against Duke, and you know they still ended up losing. But they would play so many good games and then yeah. lose to the likes of Pitt or or, or <laughs> true, you know, or, or a terrible yeah. ACC team. It's it was they were so weird to watch Clemson. last year. Yeah, Clemson. You know, so I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm anxious to see what he does uh, throughout his you know his, during his first season because you can tell pretty quickly if that's if this is your guy. You always can tell in basketball. Yeah. Is, is he going to be able to handle the pressures of being the coach at Louisville? So, yeah. Well, they all thought that, you know, he was one of the reasons Calipari was so successful at Kentucky. Probably helped out in recruiting. Mm-hmm. I know he did that. Uh, was he was he instrumental? Calipari's a good coach. Mm-hmm. I don't like him. I don't like it, what he, the way he's always coached. Uh, uh, but he is a very good coach. Yeah, and Kentucky you know, fans are just ready to get rid of him because they're morons. Yes, they they were just like kneeling Kyle and all that. I'm like he's he's won you, he's kept you in this uh, situation right now. You wouldn't. They're be there. relevant every single year. Yes, because you know, of him. Because of him. Exactly. I, you can be pissed off at your, at the one and done thing, but what he does is he continues to keep Kentucky on the map. We're always talking about him. You know, when Tennessee like I'm obviously I'm a Tennessee fan, when we beat Kentucky, it's a big deal to us. Yep. And right now, especially with Cal and all the players that they have, they're they're going to have three or four guys that get drafted. They're they're always going to be a good team. They're going to be good this year. Uh it's just you're going to if you you run Cal out of town, what you're gonna find very, very you're gonna find that grass ain't always greener. No, you know, and it's happened before. You know, when they hired was it Billy G? Yes, and then wasn't they, that a great experience? So I mean, uh, they've seen this. Damn. So uh, Kentucky, Kentucky needs to, look, and I understand you're a blue blood program. You want you want to win national titles every year, but hey, not everybody wins national titles every year. Gonzaga's been the best basketball team in the country the last three years, and ain't won one. Exactly. You know. Exactly. They choke at the wrong moment. Exactly. So, you know? like, just be thankful for what you got. I'm, my, I'm, hey, I'm a Tennessee fan. I'm happy. You know, like we're. I'd like to get past the Sweet 16 every once in a damn while, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we have a good basketball team. Like this year, they really do. Another good basketball team. Uh, fun to watch. Brought uh, brought in uh, Julian Phillips. Uh, he's going to be a freshman, or he's uh, he's going to be a big time player for us this year. And you know, you keep everybody, almost everybody back outside of you know John Fulkerson's gone, and uh, uh, Kennedy Chandler's gone. But you know, Z- Zakai Ziegler, the point guard, he's going to be back and. And you've got B.J. Edwards, who's a freshman from Knoxville, who's going to be playing the backup behind him. And then a transfer from Indiana State with Tyreek Keith. They're going to be good. So, they're going to be fun to watch. I enjoyed watching the Gonzaga scrimmage. I got to – I, you know, we were calling a basketball – we were calling a football game that night, and I couldn't watch it. And it was on pay-per-view, so you had to pay for it. So, I watched it on YouTube a couple of days later, and they just dominated. I mean, dominated. Every which way they dominated Gonzaga. But – 
exhibition. Yeah. Season starts tonight. They get Tennessee Tech. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how well they do. The first few weeks, you get a good feel of a team, and we'll we'll see how well they gel after that. There's not really any ma- key matchups this week. No. Nothing. I, th- I think we'll see some next week uh, with some of the uh, the the preseason. Uh, tournaments or the, the early Thanksgiving tournaments, tournaments. Yeah. yeah, you always love those, and those those will be coming out soon. NBA is in one like the third week of the season. Uh, Bucks are unstoppable at the moment. That's what Nine it seems like. and zero, oh, man, that sh- really shows when they get that one player back. Yep, they are just they should would have won last year. They get my boys. They get my boys tonight. Uh, the Hawks get a get to host the Bucks tonight, so we'll see how Trey and Deontay Murray can uh, do against uh, what seems like an unstoppable force. Yeah, you know, you're not going undefeated in the NBA, but I mean, there was you said nine and zero. Yeah, nine and zero. But hey, also at eight and one or seven and one, the Cavs are there. And Cavs the are same, playing really well, and they're in the same division. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, Celtics are still good. Yeah, uh, they, over they there. Got the Grizz tonight. Uh, yeah, I didn't even. I wouldn't even. I didn't even look at actual games. Hawks are a pretty decent team this yep. year. They're six and three. Uh, Suns. Yeah, Jazz, and then in the West, it's a little more crowded. Grizz all in the top three. Blazers, Nuggets, Mavs, yep. all of them are up there at the top. Uh, what you know, we the Grizz went through a little. Went through a little streak of, you know. Playing the Jazz. Yeah, playing the Jazz. (laughs) Didn't look great. The Warriors went on a road trip, as they called a road trip from hell. uh, And they looked awful. But, look, the Warriors are not going to be that bad all season long. They're going to be in the – they're not even in the top eight right now of the playoffs. But that doesn't matter. They're going to be back. We've talked about it the last three weeks. We will find out more about these teams later on. We can't just judge a team after nine weeks or no, nine games. No. We don't know anything about them still. You know, the Lakers Lakers are terrible, but they'll win a game against, you know, win a, a game against the Nuggets who are way better than them. You know, just we don't know anything about these teams really right now. The only thing that we do know for sure is the Milwaukee Bucks are the best team Woo. in basketball. Woo. That's about all I got, right? That they're They're class act. Yeah. They are an incredible team to watch. Uh, obviously, the Greek Freak, and then you, you Middleton, and then they just man, they just play so well together. Uh, and uh, they've, they've they got one of uh, an old Louisville player, Noir. Uh, yeah. So he's he's Brooke getting. Lopez on. is playing really well. Brooke like, Lopez went three straight games of eighteen points or something. And Unsung hero. Hit for them. five threes in a game the other night. Like he five allows eight. he allows. Uh, 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 I can't even pronounce his name, uh, to, to be able to move freely because he can play the five and just basically set up mm-hmm. for everyone. He's in, and they're a driving dish type team. When you have a when you have a center and a, and he is a true center. When you have a true center and Lopez that can shoot that corner three, yeah, you're you're hard to stop. You're a hard team to stop, and they're already good defensively. And he plays really good. De- uh, he plays he plays good on that side of the ball. So are so. Man, they're they're so damn good and well coached. Yeah, well, yeah, well coached, well coached. Baseball ended this past week with the Houston Astros Son winning of a bitch. the <laughs> World Series. Uh, Houston in six, I believe, is what I said. Yep, and you did. They did come out. I I thought that obviously the pivotal game four was, did did the trick, and yeah. uh, once they they got the confidence back. It was it was Katie bar the door for for Houston. They played well. They Philly was in each game. Yeah, they were. 
you know, this was not a blowout type situation. So Philly was in each game. They played really well. They found their manager without a doubt. Give him a little bit. Give him a three or four year deal. Mm-hmm. Keep him there because somebody he, he else. Si- he resigned. Somebody would snatch his ass up without a doubt. Uh, but you know, just that all comes down to it. The Houston Astros were a good, were a better baseball team. Yeah. And they were, and they were all year. Uh, they've got the best farm system. They've got the better everything. They've got it all. The whole thing was engineered years ago by Jeff Lunau, uh, who used to be with the Cardinals until they would not promote him. And so he said, to hell with you. I'll go to Houston. Mo, Mo does – well, he wasn't com- convicted hmm. of it, but don't tell me. Uh, Houston of, hmm. of, of, of espionage – on Hughes, on Lunau's computer and see what he was doing, which you know they they were able to get some low life to take the take the fall, but anyway, but Lunau's gone, he's not out there, but his 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 system's still there. His system's still there and it's still producing. They've got some great young players and uh, good for Dusty, 24 years managing gets his World Series title. Um, a lot of people don't like Dusty Baker, but I thought he was—he's—he's he's a fun guy to watch. He's always managed really good teams. Yep, and no matter where he's been, he got to go—he had to manage the Astros. Yes, <laughs> and like people love him or hate him, and most people hate him because you know they—they were caught doing what they did. And <laughs> but good. But guy. the players didn't. The players weren't. <clears throat> the players weren't. Uh, prosecuted at all, persecuted or anything no, like that. No, it was every. It was it was their else. manager. Yeah, like Carlos Beltran got in trouble for. Uh, yeah. for uh, what? What? He was a bench coach at that time, and he couldn't. And, and he's been in purgatory. Yeah, he couldn't even. He got hired to be the Mets manager. Yeah. And then they they were like, oh well, hey, he was part of that Astros thing. Oh, but look, the guys that were doing it, like Jose Altuve and these yeah. other guys that are full blown. They know they did it, yeah. And you're okay. We just need you to snitch on everybody else. Yeah, you're fine. Ain't nothing gonna happen to you. You're safe. We're gonna keep the players. The hell with the the front office people. They're the ones that are doing it. You know, the Lunau gets gets <laughs> driven out. He had nothing to do with the day to day shit. It doesn't matter. The Astros are the world champions, and we get yeah. to move on to next year. Uh, and Cardinals the, hire Matt Holliday as a bench coach. Took him away from his alma mater, who he was. He was. He was a volunteer assistant at Oklahoma State, where his son was at. Where his son was at. So I'm saying, no, what the hell? Where he was going? Where he's going? I'm saying, what the hell, Cardinals? Why in the hell? You don't like it? I don't like it. I, I'm okay with bringing in Matt Holliday. I don't know. Uh, What's I, he? Is he going to teach the outfielders how to not play outfield? I, I don't know. I like it. I think he brings. I think he brings. Uh, uh, I, I like bringing in the those old guys. You know, like I don't know. Yeah. I just like. I don't know anything about the two guys that they promoted as a uh, hitting coach and pitching. I don't or, either. So I don't either. I, I can't. I'm even. hoping that they do well. Um, the minor league system obviously is hitting well. Yes. Uh, I think that means we'll see Jordan Walker pretty quick. Uh, yeah. so we'll see him coming up. So we'll we'll see uh, more of uh, of uh, your guy that uh, came up late or mid season. You talking about Nolan Gorman? Yeah, Nolan Gorman. I think he'll be up. Uh, just different philosophies were needed, I think, mm-hmm. and not only in pitching but in hitting. Uh, a lot of people saying, "Oh, they were going to retire anyway," and this other stuff. I really think we are less in the era of Mo and more in the area of Gersh. Yeah. And that is by design. Mo gets to still come out and answer questions about it. 
for for different reasons. I guess it's an ego thing for him, which I can't I can't understand. But what the hell? As long as they play better and get into um, championship contention, that's my main concern. Instead of just going around bragging, yeah, we've had a winning season, blah 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 blah. Well, here's where you get to earn it. It's it's free agency time. You know, yeah. we're getting we, we'll get to the winter meetings here in a couple or in, in a month or so, uh, and then he, here we go. We'll, we're back to the grind. You've got to go out and sign people. Jacob Degrom just became a free agent yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anything in the world for him not to be a brave, I'll be happy. Oh my uh, god, brave or a Dodger, and I'm I'm okay. Uh, any, or a Yankee, yeah. So any of those three, and I'm okay where he goes. Uh, there's everybody else that you know that their contract ended. Their free agents are, are today, so we we'll start seeing some trades soon. We'll start seeing some new free agency pickups. This is where baseball gets exciting too, because you always love to see what happens there. You know, I love to see. Uh, I, I'm I'm anxious to see what the Cardinals got to do because there are two positions that I know of right now that we need more than anything in the world, and that's shortstop and catcher. Yep. And there are some big names yeah. out there at the shortstop position, and there are two really big names that I like that are at the catcher position, and you've got to go out – you have to spend money. And the Cardinals don't like to do it, but they got to. They keeping, uh, they're keeping uh, Arenado for five more years, which is great. Love that. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, let's go out and get you a, a marquee shortstop and get you a guy that can play catcher. And then let's see let's see what you can do next year. Uh, but this is it. This is the fun time in baseball where you get to – where we get to see who's going to be playing on the new teams. Um, but, you know, congratulations to the Astros. Uh, I wanted the Phillies to win this one because I loved the run that they got – they made. I didn't like them beating us, but I, you know, I love the run that they made. It was made. a great run. It was fun, man. Then they hit the ball. They, you know, they I love seeing the videos of them singing their song or what? Are all their fans singing their song after every win? That was cool. You know, it, it's always fun to see a team that you didn't expect to be there make a run like that. And uh, so they have nothing to be uh, upset about. Uh, you always want to win a World Series if you get there. But I mean, the Astros were just too good this year. They really were. Uh, I totally agree, Astros. Obviously, uh, in in the postseason, they only lost two games, uh, and they were to the Phillies. So yeah. they they ran right through the the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, kudos to Houston. Uh, let's see who who is uh, comes out next year. You have so many other teams. Seattle uh, yeah. is is a young team. Dodgers are going to still be good. The Dodgers somehow have uh, not gotten rid of their coach. They're not going to. He's going to be he's going to be the guy. Yep, and he's proven time and time again he can't do the job. Uh, during the postseason, to be ousted that early, that was bad. Pretty ridiculous. Pretty ridiculous on that forefront. But we're you know we're Cardinal fans. We'll uh, mourn the loss of Molina and Albert, but we will look forward to seeing what the what the future holds. We have a lot of fun sports coming up very soon. We have best bets. What have you got? That uh, that we can look forward to this weekend. Um. Okay. So I went two and one in college basketball or college football this week or last week. Actually, I didn't think that I did when I was watching. When I was paying attention to the games, I'd forgot my picks, and I'd made some bets. I made some single bets, but I wasn't paying much attention, and I was I got confused on the picks that I had, and I was thinking, damn, I had the worst week I've ever had. And I was like, I think I just went zero and three. And I went back right before this, and I was like, oh. I went I went two and one. Not there a bad week. Um, NFL. I went one one and one. Uh, one of them was 
very bad pick on my part. In college football, the one loss that I had was terrible. But I also didn't have that information that Spencer Sanders wasn't playing because I made that pick on a Tuesday. That's right. So now I'm making these picks on a Monday. So this is going to be even yeah, better. It's even better. All right. So <laughs> let's start off in college football. Uh, LSU is, is three-point underdog or is three-point favorites against Arkansas on the road. Look, I told you in the in the in the college football segment that I think that LSU is gonna is there's gonna be no hangover. I think that they're gonna come out and they're gonna take care of business. They're gonna cover the three points. LSU minus three at Arkansas. I like that one. I like that one. Uh, my next one, uh, North Carolina is is three and a half point underdogs at Wake Forest. Look, we were talking about how good uh, North Carolina has been all season with Drake May. Uh, I think Wake Forest has started to kind of take that down track towards the season. Like, they've started losing games they weren't supposed to. I think North Carolina is making a run to the uh, ACC title. I think that they win. I think they win outright. But I'm going to take plus three and a half over Wake Forest at Wake Forest. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. And I have stuck with this team for three straight weeks, and they keep doing it for me. Oklahoma. They are eight-point <laughs> favorites at West Virginia. Eight is a lot of points. At West Virginia, On too. the road. Yeah. But, look, they're playing really well right they now. They are. And, we, you know, they were another team that we talked about played a lot of crap to start the season. Now their season's going up. So, I think that they might blow the, they might blow West Virginia out. So, I, I took Oklahoma minus eight at West Virginia. I think we're seeing the true Oklahoma team that we mm-hmm. expected to see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, move to the NFL. Uh, all right. And this might be just a pick because I hate them. Um, Chiefs are my, Chiefs are ten point favorites uh, playing the hosting the Jags. Yeah, uh, I think they just blow out the Jags. So I'm gonna go Chiefs minus ten. So maybe um, I'll, I'll lose this one. <laughs> maybe maybe Trevor Lawrence comes out on this one. Huh? So I'm hoping I lose this one. There you go. Um, but yeah, minus ten versus the Jags. Uh, Colts are six point underdogs at the Raiders. At the the Raiders have a six point anything. I don't. Hey, ca- Derek Carr said there's a lot of things we can't say about all this. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he was talking about, but maybe maybe it, maybe it comes out this week. What are you? How are you six point favorites <laughs> against anybody? <laughs> so I'm gonna take. Look, the Colts defense is still good. It is. It is pretty good defense. But look, plus si- give me Colts plus six at the Raiders, and I think the Colts are trash. But six points is way too damn many. And, hell, they may win the game because they've got a new coach and they'll play for him or whatever the hell. Yeah, you never know. Sam Ellinger might have the game of his life. So, give me Colts plus six. And another – this is – all right, so this is my pick. This is my ups, upset pick of the week. But I do not think this team is going to win. Uh, Washington is 10.5-point 10 10 underdogs at the Eagles. Uh, and I think that's Monday night or Sunday It night. is Monday night. So, it's a Monday night game. Um – I'm going to say that the the commanders keep it under 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. I think it will be close. I think it'll be a, like a three to seven point game or something like that. I okay. think the Eagles are getting close to their first loss. Yeah. I don't know when that's coming, but it is coming and we all know it's coming. I hope it's uh, when they're 10 and 0. It, me too. So, yeah. but give, yeah. give me Washington plus 10 and a half at the Eagles and let's see if I can actually have a perfect week in gambling. Yeah, that'd be interesting. If I go five and one, and that one is the Colts or is the Chiefs, I'm going to be happy. So it doesn't matter. That's true. That's true. I mean, if that is that, will show that the Titans leave you with a hangover. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. That, it, that, I mean, they they beat the hell out of you. Yeah, like, they defensively. did. Defensively. 
Uh, they I mean, beat the hell out of you. Look, I, I have no really no rant or anything. I had to sit through Tony Romo's bullshit yesterday, uh, <laughs> and and listening to him. But uh, some of the and I, I know a lot of people out there like him because they are Dallas fans and all this other crap. But uh, he says dumbass shit throughout a broadcast, and he does. then then all of a sudden they're giving us this little. Uh, animatronic version of what happened. I can see what the hell happened on the play because I'm watching it. I don't need no little dot dot thing moving across my screen, Romo vision or whatever they're calling it. Uh, but uh, I did have to in, in, watch that. But then last night to be able to watch, um, and some people were saying Chris Collinsworth uh, was biased. He was not. I mean, he was biased toward the game. Uh, he was bringing out, you know, uh, different in- intricacies about the game of both teams. But I thought the Tennessee front four really played Ooh. well on defense. They are so much fun to watch. Jeffrey Simmons got pissed at one point, and I thought he was going to take somebody's head off. It just, it's just off of the thing, you know, and it was basically because his face mask was getting grabbed and being pushed and stuff, and they didn't call it. Uh, so, yeah, I, I liked watching watching what the Titans are doing up front in, on defense. It's so much fun to it see. Is. If they just had an offense, they'd be Woo. one of the most fun teams in football. Yeah. But they don't. Uh, I don't really have much. I do want to talk a little bit. It's not a what were you thinking because because uh, the the Colts continue to do stupid shit day after day to me. That's <laughs> so true. Uh, but what are you thinking hiring uh, Jeff Saturday? Woo. They said he was a consultant to the team, but you don't name an interim coach that was on your staff previously that knows anything about this team right now. So you're just bringing some guy that I know he played. He's in your ring of honor, but you're bringing him to be your 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 head coach for the rest of the season. Uh, now, it could work out. Yeah, it could absolutely work out because, hey, centers are the smartest people on the field. I've always <laughs> said that. Said by a former center. I've I've always said that. They know everything. <laughs> You're right, though. Uh, but I just don't see it. This man was a high school coach, or is a high school coach. He yeah. was the head coach of a, a Christian school in Indiana. I don't understand what they're doing. So um, Finishing out the year. Yeah, I guess so. I guess they're trying to take – they really are trying to take because maybe they are trying to go after C.J. Stroud. Could be. You know, why not? Yeah, because I mean, you're gonna, have, you're gonna have two chances at two good quarterbacks this year, at least in the top three. You're gonna either gonna get you can get C.J. Stroud or you can get uh, Bryce Young. I don't want either one of them on the Colts. No, I don't want either one of them. But I, please draft Will Levis. Yeah, right now they're three, four, and one. And they're worse. They're three, five, and one now, aren't are they? they? Three, five, and one. Yeah, they're bad. They they are in that situation where they're not going to be overtaken by the Texans. I don't think. No. But it's a possibility they could finish third. They could finish third, third worst team in the in the uh, in the NFL, though. Yeah, uh, they may. Be, I, I think they may start may start actually trying to tank. Uh, but I don't understand that hire. It's this isn't a what were what what the hell were you thinking type uh, segment. I just don't understand it. I simply don't understand yeah. it. If you really, because they're still three five and one, they could make. They could if. Now they're not going to because they suck. They could make a run for the AFC South and make the playoffs. They're not going to, but they could. <laughs> not now. Jeff Saturday. <laughs> Jeff Saturday. He's on with ESPN. He makes a lot of sense. Sometimes that's all they look at. Yeah. And they but whatever. They, they put you in like that. That's all I got though. I don't have anything else. Uh 
Another fun week of sports coming up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now we have everything. We we yeah we're we're cranking up everything. We've we've minus baseball. We've brought in college basketball. So it's it's about to get cranking, and there's something on every night. Mm-hmm. Every night you can watch football. Every night you could watch uh, basketball. Every night, obviously. As a matter of fact, the second that we get out of here, I've got to get home because Tennessee will be playing in 30 minutes when I get home. Yeah. So. There you I, go. I have a game to watch tonight. <laughs> and we have a Monday night football game tonight. We do have a Monday night football game tonight. So we'll see. Talk to you again next week. It is the Weeks in the Pope podcast. Licks and listen to us. We appreciate you You do listening. Make sure you give us a rating and a follow as well. Tell your friends about us, like we said in the pre-show. See you later.